came with that seal. So I'm going to hand it over to the person interviewing me so they can have their introduction. I hope you guys liked Enigma. Thank you for having me on your show. This is Sam McGuire, everyone. Uh, Sam McGuire has his own podcast. Um, He's local here in Ohio. Um, yes, thank you. Welcome. No, thank you. It's awesome to uh, be able to interview you, Tor. Obviously, you're running against, or you're running against a juggernaut and uh, somebody who needs to be exposed. And uh, we just need to bring light to your candidacy because obviously you're not getting the coverage that you deserve. And I'm not saying I have a huge platform by any means, but it, it's it, this is this is uh, it's supposed to be a movement, right? As in trying to get other news medias to to uh, cover your cover your candidacy and cover your race because. It's such an important race. And to be honest, you're the only one challenging uh, Secretary of State Frank LaRose because Susan, I mean, uh, not Susan Rice. I don't know why I get her confused, but Chelsea Clark, Chelsea Clark, uh, she, she's not campaigning, right? She's more just uh, just a placeholder for either Democrat Party or just Frank LaRose in general. So, you know, no good Democrat could ever challenge him. But uh, it, it seems that uh, we need to fix elections here in Ohio, and I, I'm very, very excited to talk to you about that because this is something that you know a lot about, and you've been working tirelessly in helping fix our elections, elections not just here in Ohio, but throughout the whole country. And I think it's very important because what, 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 where, where do we go from here if our elections aren't, 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 are not uh, real elections? They're just fake and stolen. we we gotta, we got to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, well— Chelsea's, you know, using a, what do we call it? The Biden basement strategy where they yeah. don't come out unless, you know, they're about to receive an award or something. Um, yeah. And thank you. You're too kind. No, You're no, too no. Kind. Um, you know, I never wanted to run for office. I have no aspiration of being a politician because politicians are supposed to be very eloquent and eloquent in regards to balancing being nasty and nice. Right. I, I'm not. I'm extremely transparent. There's no public and private face. There's one. And, um, you know, I don't like wearing leashes. I don't like people telling me what the people are supposed to know and not know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, this is secret. Um, it shouldn't be secret. These are our elections. They should be 100% transparent. We should have uh, full access to every single document. Nothing should be classified. You know, I, I think they're, they just overcomplicate the process of elections simply to have more control over them. That's what you do. If it's too complicated, someone's going to be like, well, this is too much. You know, if it was pen and paper, it would be pen, circle, paper, done, right? Yep. And now yep. it's like air gaps, trap doors, cryptology in the front, in the back. We've encrypted, decrypted a few times. We shuffle and then it goes into this machine and then it spits it out. Yep. And we encrypt the scanning message too. So let's make it even more complicated. And there's no internet, but there is an intranet. Yep. And you can't use jump drives, but we use jump drives to pull yeah. the information. You know, it's, it's just, oh, we have watermarked ballots, but it doesn't matter because the scanner decides what yeah. it scans or if it scans, you know, um, they just make it so complicated that, you know, people are just like, hands up. I'm just, I'm just 
I can't. Not yet. And, and it seems like you want to kind of set the standard of a public servant, right? And l- I hope that we can see that because the transparency is this, that's probably what public servants should be doing is more transparency. And I'm glad that you're willing to, you know, speak on that and kind of make that a campaign promise that, you know, once you get into office, uh, it's, it's transparency all the way. And you don't see that in the administration right now with, uh, you know, the fake administration that's installed. And you don't see it with our state government. And, you know, for the people out there, I am a Republican. I, I you know, I, I vote Republican, but they're not working in our best interest. You know, Mike DeWine, uh, Frank LaRose, all of these guys, they are not working in our best interest. So no. uh, we need to expose them and we need to get people like Tor, other candidates running uh, statewide that will work for the people as a public servant and not, you know, basically fill their own coffers up. And you can see that's what Frank LaRose is doing. I know we talked about this a little bit before, but he's ready for uh, a Senate run or no, uh, even I'm a governor looking, run. Right? No, no, no. Like president run. Yeah. He's well, eventually Cindy McCain, he is the new McCain. This was McCain before he became McCain, which by the way, it was just a Senator. And we had like how many days of him in the rotunda? Like who yeah. was he? How many senators and Congress people die and they don't get rotundas with, you know, passing notes and being all gloomy and re- I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, the lady that actually helped craft the Gina act slaughter, she passed away and she was kind of like a byline on the 10th page in the New York times per se. Like nobody gave her credit when she ensured that our genetic information was to be held to the highest standard that you can't discriminate against. Like that is someone that created something so important for us and nobody counted her death, but McCain who was a songbird in Hanoi, you know, you know, uh, well, I'm glad that we're calling this out because it needs called out and people need to understand what, who who Frank LaRose is first and what his aspirations are. And then secondly, we need to figure out who Tori Maris is and what her aspirations are. And that's why I want to do this interview for your listeners. Cause I know, I don't know if how many interviews I know. I just seen one with uh, millennial Millie. Uh, you were just on with an interview. I did see that, but I don't know how many other news or news organizations are covering you. So I wanted to make sure I was able to get you on my show and uh, tell my listeners how where you stand and how you feel like you would change our elections and just this, just the, the dynamic of how the Secretary of State does his job here in the state of Ohio. And I think that's very important to her. Yeah, well, so, you, thank you. It, it is important because the only media I get is time traveling QAnon yeah. grifter. And it's like, are you serious? Like I had to I had to email Andrew Tobias and tell him, look, I'm going to see yeah. you now. I'm yeah, gonna that guy. Him. No, I'm going to sue him. He can't cite something else. I told him, you need to put a full thing because this is BS. Anyone looking at my podcast will know that that is a blatant lie that just people keep, you know, the New York Times did it. Everybody does it. Man, yep. I'm such a nobody. I get the New York Man. Times scathing over me. Yeah, well, you're doing a tremendous work and we're grateful for it because, you know, you, you need to bring explosion or exposure to some people and you also need to bring light to it. It's very important. But Tori... If you, if you don't mind, we're going to jump into this uh, interview here, and I just have some questions for you. But the first one is just a softball question for my listeners, and I know some of your listeners obviously know who you are and why you're running, this, why you are running for this position. But if you could, who is Tori Morris, Mar- and why are you running for uh, Secretary of State in Ohio? So, you know, who I am, I'm actually the person that you would never think would run for any office, right? I am just a citizen now, right? just a citizen that wants to do good 
for my children and their children, because if someone doesn't step up, like if I don't do it, then who will? If not, Mm -hmm. what was that quote? If not you, then who? If not now, then what? Right? Uh, It's This is why I am running. Who I am? Well, I'm the person that used to fix elections in other countries. So obviously, I think I'm an expert in making sure that they're secure. As Mm -hmm. I had, uh, you know, tried... um, I've, I've tried to blow the whistle on this so long um, from Congress to Senate for years uh, to fix the elections in 2019 with um, another reporter. We had put out the information of the uh, elections being stolen in Kentucky uh, that, you know, that hardly drew attention. It was the same exact demo. 2016 was, was fixed as well, but unprecedented people popped out of nowhere mm-hmm. and they destroyed. Sure did. Yep and destroyed their chances of tweaking algorithms. So I'm just a single mom with two girls. One is serving in the army um, and the other one's in high school. Thank you. And um, I'm now an investigative journalist. I have been doing that. I I think it was more out of, I'm just upset. I mean, when you're working with these people and I was the people that everybody hates. That's why I said it. I'm the most unexpected person to come forward to say, look, I was a swamp monster. I did a lot of horrible things because I was just doing my job. And um, I think it's about time that that um, that we stop and Mm -hmm. we all say no. And 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 we take back control of our our state. And I say state because we don't have a nation without the states. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only reason we're standing right now as opposed to other countries across the planet um, is because we have sovereign states. I mean, could you imagine when the um, COVID uh, thing was announced, if there weren't states that people could be refugees from where they had tight measures like California and New York, people are, there's a mass exodus to uh, more conservative states. And, you know, and the politics in the past six years have just completely redefined what Republican means. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I know the definition, to be honest. <laughs> like, and I don't know if some uh, Republicans know the definition. Are you talking about Republic or Republican? Republican. Yeah, yeah they don't know the definition. They don't know the definition. I mean, there's no platform in Ohio, right? So you can't hold Frank LaRose to a standard of how he should act as a secretary of state because and Republican Republicans in Ohio can I mean, if they wanted to be uh, pro-choice, they could be pro-choice. There's nothing that we can hold them to. Right. Because they get all this backing from the Ohio Republican Party and, you know, they get endorsed. Frank LaRose was endorsed in the primary. You know, it's just nonsense. Uh, He's not a Republican. He's not a conservative and he's not working for we the people. But I guess it does make sense that the Republican Party did endorse him because all the people on that state central committee are, you know, basically swamp monsters. Now, not everybody, but I mean, it's a majority. And we did just get some few races uh, overturned and flipped, but it wasn't as as, wasn't as much as we needed, but it's still a start. So there are patriots fighting, you know, to try to change that Ohio Republican Party as it needs changed. Well, considering that Ohio leads the nation and absolutely pivotal, right? Um, It is important that Ohio at least be able to define the difference between a Republican and Democrat right now. The Democrats look more sane. 
Mm-hmm. And, yeah. that's, and that's, and that's, think about it. They look more courteous. They don't sound crazy. At least they know where they stand with their policies. That's right. They They're all, you yes. this, this, and this, you know, um, when you ask a Republican, they don't know, but you know, a little bit of history. So, you know, the, the Republican party didn't exist. It was the federalists and the Republican, the Republican Democrats, kid you not Republican Democrats was one party. Yep. So they got rid of the Federalists and then they split the same party into two. They're the Uniparty. Yep. This is history. This isn't like I'm making it up or, nope. oh, we're just using that term. Legit, that's history. And if people actually looked at history and they looked to their past, they would understand how much it makes sense of the future. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you have, you know, the Republican Democrats against the Federalists and then suddenly the Federalists have dissipated, but now you have two parties that literally have the same name. They just took the hyphen out and separated themselves. You see, it's, it's that. And you're right. We don't know what it means. You know, back in the day, it used to be the party of the rich, right? Yep. It used to be the party of oil. Um, it used to be, why is someone calling? <laughs> it's okay. Always, it's good. Someone's always good. contacting. It's good. Yeah, this is, no one's supposed to be calling now. That's weird. Okay. So we're just going to ignore that. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, we're, having, we're, we're having a crisis as, um, as, an, as a state because we don't know where we stand. Um, and as for LaRose, the only reason he needs to be, um, I guess someone has to run against him because Chelsea's really not running against him. No. And uh, unfortunately, the conservatives of Ohio and the centrists of Ohio, because I think most conservatives are now centrists. Uh, they don't even know what they, you know, when they say, what are you? They're just like Republican. And then you're like, really? Yeah. So are, are you with the interest? Because if people want to find out who their uh, candidates are represented by, they just need to look at who funds them. Yeah. Frank Rose is funded by Open Societies. That's George Soros. I'm not making this up. It's all open source information. If people look. Public, uh, public utilities, First Energy, um, and we all know the scandal Pfizer, that's going down there. Pfizer, Pfizer, boom, another UPS, one. Yes, yeah, money. We're talking money, right? Big money. money, big, yes, big money. And not only that, pedophiles too, like Les Wexler. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, and it's like, oh, and, and and for the people who are like, oh, we can't call Les Wexner a pedophile. I mean, the, connect, the lines are drawn, people. No, 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 no. He, he was he named, named. He was named in Ghislaine's Maxwell's trial. Good. He was actually named by the victim, saying that that is where she was trapped in Ohio. That Epstein took her to Wexner, who gave him a blank check to use his money and do as he wished. He held parties at the house. The question is, has the wine? Has LaRose ever yeah. attended any of the parties on Wexner's properties? Do you think he did it? I mean, these are just questions that they'll probably not answer because every time I bring up, hey, look who's funding them, people get upset. People got upset when I said that about John Adams, too. Yep. I said, you can't vote for John Adams because he's being funded by Pfizer and Wexner. You can't do that. And he insisted. Just to clear the air on that tour, was that was that when he was in the state house when that funding was coming or was that for his secretary of state race in 2020? Or 2022, excuse me. For 2022, he received money. It's on oh. Little Sis. You can see the income that's coming. Okay. I had to dive into that one. And I know that you've mentioned that before during the campaign in the Republican primary. So, you know, and stuff like that, right? We need to understand that uh, 
all these candidates needs needs questions, right? And there's nothing wrong with questioning these candidates. And on a, honestly, if you're not questioning candidates, then really, what are you doing as a voter? Um, sadly, we have to have uh, positive and or not sadly, but good. We have to have positive intent on these candidates, right? To think that most of them are going in to do positive intent, but that doesn't mean you get to, you know, let them on the wayside and get to go do whatever they want and not look into their financials, right? As in where they're getting their money from, where they're getting their sources from, because most likely who are they going to have to owe something to someone once they get in? Right. I mean, that's the main thing, but uh, yeah, that's why I don't like working for people. I have, lots of friends in the industry that are like, Hey, Tori, you can join us and you can write for us. And I was like, Hey, I'll write articles for you, but don't pay me. I don't take, I have rich friends on on air. They've even said she won't accept our money. And the reason is, is because when you do this, then there's a, um, a form of solidarity. Yeah. That's the new leftist term that the right is using solidarity. And that is a problem for me because that's a leash that you owe them. Oh, I put you where you were. Now do me a favor. Someone gives you 50 grand, a hundred grand, 200 grand. You feel obligated, right. To, to do something when they're funding you. So yeah. Um, the, the money is a big deal because you understand where their interests lie. And, mm-hmm. and, and that is the biggest concern that, that most Ohioans should have. Um, but it's also their actions, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and I just want to say on the John Adams thing, I know a lot of people hated the fact that I said that he got money. He got no. 50 grand from Les Wexner. But that wasn't the only thing. When he was in office, he did one thing that I found horrific, which is um, uh, sponsor legislation. There was some gas pipe thing that was supposed to be underground to help move natural gas to Canada. Right. So they were going to try to use eminent domain laws and they were trying to pass it in legislation in, in, in our local legislature to confiscate literally through eminent domain, pay them really cheap farmland from Ohioans. Wow. But they lost because they, the Ohioans weren't going to profit. So basically they wanted to steal the land of Ohioans to help give natural gas to Canadians and the Ohioans were going to get no benefit. So this is why they lost that. But when you see actions like that, that they're willing to confiscate their own people's property because the energy company that funds them wants it. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. Oh, that was just one time. Mm. Mm. Uh, time. We we can't have one time because one time leads to, you know, more times. And, uh, you know, just don't be deceiving and don't be a cheat and don't be, you know, not a good person, be a public servant. Like you've explained how you want to be. And I think it's very important. Um, but we have to make sure that we're electing people that don't have that, uh, dollar sign in their head at all times, because honestly, for the people who are listening, if you're getting into politics because of money, because you want a job, because you, you know, and you're getting in the wrong business. I mean, this, this is all about serving. And like you've said, I mean, you're willing to not accept any money from anyone just because you know where that could lead. Right. And and it's just, and it's the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I I can't think of the word, but it's just, uh, you have that, you have that ground where you you can hold to that and you can stand to that. And I think that's very important because once you get into office, can you imagine what they're going to, they're going to be coming from you left, right, center with all kinds of, because they're all getting fired. Well, they're, well, I'm talking outside, maybe, you know, the the big money people, they're going to be coming at you with, you know, Hey, 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 but you're, you already been doing it for so many years. 
boom. I've I've been know. I've been I've been uh, amongst very powerful leaders. I've seen a lot of money. I, I know how they work, and and we're talking on the foreign relations, you know, side of things, which is really big money, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking a couple million dollars. We're talking billions and trillions. And I've seen transactions like that. I know how backroom deals are done. And uh, there's one, that's one thing I won't stand for. In fact, I can put this out right now so people know. You come to me with some deal to help you and you give me cash. I'm going to let the world know exactly what you came to me with. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. say, so Exxon said they want me to help them do business in Ohio like this. Here's all the details. I kind of said no because you guys are getting the short end of the stick. What do you think? <laughs> so uh, this That'll is how. Best. Well, that's how it should be. Like this yes. Intel plant. Okay, oh my god! Let's no. thank you. Let's thank talk about you. this Intel plant. Who made this decision? Right? Who's getting paid? Who who sold that land? And five thousand. Uh, what is it? Five million or fifty thousand? The number keeps changing with zeros. Yeah. Um, of water a day. Wait a minute. Aren't we complaining about water shortages? But now we're going to be using it for what? For what? Chip making, apparently. Yeah. And what's the deal for the people of Ohio? Let me tell you. In Oregon, when they created Forest Valley and Intel opened up a thing there, they just gave it to them. Do you know how many employees were locals from Oregon? Not very many. Yeah, twelve percent. Yeah, because the, uh, a lot of these, I'm pretty sure, commute outside of uh, outside no, of Ohio. not commute. It's they all involves foreigners. Mm. They all come from like India, China, Japan, all their engineers. So the thing that Oregon saw was that you know over over eighty five percent of the people that worked there were on H one B visas. Or student visas because they hired them from the schools, yeah. you know, to have them. So, so that way they don't have to pay that much. So who yeah, made those deals about labor? Well, I don't see the deal. Yeah, it, it totally, it's, 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 uh, it's pure corruption is what it is. Uh, and, and we need to get down. Yeah. And, and it's money. Money drives that corruption. And, and, uh, yeah. and you see, and here you, here again, you see the Ohio taxpayer with the short end of the stick and basically have nothing to show for it. Other than they can tell people that, oh, we have the only chip or one of the only chip making factories in America. Right. But what is that? Right. You can't celebrate. I mean, no, well, we actually much- have AMD in Austin. So no, not really. So, yeah. So I don't know about that. So, <laughs> so it's not even that big of a deal. Right. Yeah, and, and remember, all of these chip shortages and everything. I think that's why they kind of made people think like, oh, this is such a big deal to make sure this is going to do awesome things for Ohio, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they, but it's 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 all smoking. You know, so it's, it's all nonsense. Political theater, too. Well, okay. all their friends are going to make money because mm-hmm. when Intel lands, they're going to be um, uh, popping up new cookie cutter houses in the area for the yep. new executives and employees. Uh, a lot more buildings. So whoever is the local contractor that has friends of a friend of a friend, you know how that works, right? Yeah. It happens in every city and every county. County they put up these requests for proposal, and it's always the same guy that's friends with so-and-so and you know, he's got to, you know how it works and that's what we need to stop because that wouldn't fly with me. It would be like, wait, Intel, you want to make chipsets? That's great. How are you transporting the water? Wait, what is it going to cost my taxpayers to help with that? What about the waste of that water? Yeah. Where is that that going? going? You know, how is that? Because, you know, I I know, you know, people um, that identify as Republicans with the notion of what they think Republican is, because if you ask everyone, they all have different ideas. They all have. Yeah. We don't know. So I would just like to say for those American citizens, right? that identified with some idea of what they align with, climate change isn't 
all BS, right? But it's not going to kill us today. No. But we do have to be meritful for impact that it can have because Ohio is farm, farm country as well. And so we need to be asking these questions. Where's this water waste going? You know, who's going to be using it? How are you going to be getting it? What's it going to cost my people to have you operate, you know, and do these things? Those are questions that nobody asks because people yep. got money. Yeah, because and they're getting it on the back end. But also, too, Tor, I want to make want to make sure I uh, point this out. I would also be asking, do you plan on mandating the experimental mRNA jab? And Intel is mandating the jab on their employees. Well, so like second, that, know, you would know. not be you would not be coming to my state. Well, if you're as secretary of state, any business that violates the Ohio state constitution will be fined thousands of dollars daily and asked to leave. That's because awesome. our Ohio state constitution, article one, section 21, I kept saying it, and this is why my case is still pending in federal court, clearly states that the people of Ohio should not be forced to participate in any medical treatments, any medical plans, anything medical. You can't, not even insurance. So this Obamacare, I don't know why people were getting it because it's unconstitutional in the state of Ohio. Yes. And they can't find you because it's unconstitutional in the state of Ohio, but people just didn't read people don't read anymore yep. we like headlines and someone to spoon feed us what we're allowed to do so for me they can't mandate anything they can't mandate people how to have their hair right they had a hair bill right you don't like the person's hair you tell them and if it doesn't agree i mean hooters can tell you you have to look good why can't yep. you tell someone you got to fix your hair yeah I, I <laughs> hooters is okay but anyway so no, no mandatory anything. Businesses should comply with the Ohio State Constitution. Businesses, since as Secretary of State, I would have control over businesses. They, not, they should not only comply with the Ohio State Constitution, but they also have to ensure that they're not in, in corrupt practices. Like, for example, you know, the, the state of Ohio could be rich today. All you have to do is take the uh, uh, executive order that uh, President Trump had written back in December of 2017 and apply that. We can confiscate everything that people that are involved in human trafficking Sex, yeah. and corruption. We can take that. We and Ohio. Talk about DeWine's businesses in Haiti with the Hilton, with mm. the, with the, with the, oh, I almost slipped on that one, with the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can go down to Enron. You know, in 2019, I had really shaken the cages here in Ohio with public utilities in Enron because there was still a pending case. I did that live on air. I sent them emails and I was like, hey, what's going on? This case is still pending on Enron. I'd like to know what the outcome is. Why hasn't the judge decided? Within weeks, that case motion to close, dismiss, and it's purged. And I'm like, where'd it go? What'd I do? Did I do that? <laughs> and this, is, this, is, this goes back to DeWine. These are the people we're up against. People that believe that you should be serving them and yes. you should be quiet. Um, but, you know, Secretary of State isn't just businesses, it's elections too. Absolutely. And, and that's something that we need to fix. Um, speaking of elections. So, as you know, and I know this is going to catch you kind of off guard, but as you know, running for office, you know, I have grassroots campaign. We don't have any, we haven't hired any fancy petition people because what we're trying to do, and I know it sounds odd, I want my team to document that so that way it can be a template of how to really run as a states person. Awesome. You don't need professional awesome. signature people, right? You don't need this. Okay, we'd like to have good attorneys, but I mean, 
how many are there really? Um, (laughs) You're picking from a small pool there. Right. So, um, so when we, when we did this, uh, I was a little bit trolly because I like to troll and, um, you know, I think I'm funny sometimes, but I wanted them to know how serious I was. So when I attempted to run under the Republican banner, I was like, okay, well, let's start collecting signatures that day. That way they could see that we get all the signatures with under 10 days so we can freak them out. Right. And we did. And then LaRose's office, well, Amanda Grandjean, who I hear, this is a rumor, you know, they're, they got a thing going on. So Amanda Grandjean, who's very lefty, she's extreme left. She's in charge of elections. She sent out an email to all the counties telling them to, um, to um, invalidate my petitions. Now, according to the law in Ohio, once a county gets the signature pages, their job is simply to validate the signatures. Yeah. And they have no authority by law to invalidate a whole petition. Yet some counties did just that, broke the law. And so for that reason, they were like, oh, she only got this many signatures. No, you stopped once you saw Cuyahoga called you in and all them. Oh, no, she's got it. So they broke the law. I even went to the Supreme Court for the second time, which I was kind of, you know, told off by people that why would you go there when you know they're corrupt? And I said, because I need the corruption on paper. Right? We need that corruption. And you know what the answer was from them? A simple slip opinion that said version of facts. Wow. Like this is the Supreme Court of Ohio. Right. Obviously, it's Pat the Wine's son. And if you look at who funds all of them that are on the ticket. You'll see it's the same people, the Wexners, the Pfizer's, right? So, I, I mean, how can no Ohioans sit and think, wait, wait, hold on a second. Did, did the Supreme Court just say version of facts? How can there be versions of facts when they literally broke the law? This is a punishable offense, what they did. You know, the, the, all these directors of the county are supposed to be removed from their position, at the very least, and charged with a misdemeanor. And yeah. so, and you know, a lot of people were like, well, good thing that happened to her. And it's like, if it's happening to me, it's, it's going to happen to you. you yeah. You know. You're feeding an alligator, hoping that it eats you last. So that happened. And then it's like, all right, let's go independent. I'll just fly with no banner, no independent banner, no libertarian, no nothing. Just me. It's just me. Um, and they actually tried to entrap me, Sam. They tried to entrap me. When I was at the office, they gave me a document that was completely optional to fill out so that I can select something. And there were four lawyers in there of the Secretary of State sweating. And I was like, can someone show me where in the law says this document, I have to fill it out? They wouldn't respond. I phoned a friend, a couple of lawyers. They were like, what? What do you mean? And so that was the one thing. They tried to trap me. And I said, oh, well, it's optional. So I'm not filling it out. Take it. Mm-hmm. Then there were like phone calls to my campaign. Hey, she hasn't registered as an independent. That makes zero sense. How do you register saying that yeah. I, I attest to nothing, right? Because I never registered as any party here, ever, right, ever. So, and I didn't vote in a primary either. So okay. that's, that's, corrupt, that's corrupt too. What do you yeah. mean? Only, only Americans that fit in two boxes can vote? The rest of them are what? Children of a lesser God. Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. But I'm glad you're bringing that up. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, we've we've got two boxes. Like, wait, when do they make decisions? You either have to go this way or this way. Why? 
Yep. Why and can't I go? Another down? way. And I tell you what, the two boxes are the ones destroying our republic. They're right? like MLM scams, like yeah. those those scams where for the ladies out there, you know, the things where they're like, it works. And they're like, put this pouch on your tummy and you'll get thin. But every time you sell your friend, sell it for you, you get money. That's like a trickle scam. It's like, yep. we're paying money to the Ohio, to our County GOPs to then give it to the state GOP that gives it to the regional GOP that gives it to the head GOP. And then we have people with a face like Justin Biss, who looks like, <laughs> you know, like, who is that? You're paying this guy to select, who you're allowed to vote for? Like, are we kidding? Like, just looking at his face, you're just like, no, you've <laughs> got to be joking, you know? And at the White House, he was completely useless. I, I'm telling you from people that worked in the White House, he was an, a complete idiot. Nobody liked him. He was bad news, loser. You know, I'm just giving adjectives that were thrown out. And yet this guy wants to challenge me, uh, you know, no. being on the ballot. <laughs> I believe he's a little too big for his britches or his britches are a little too big for him. His face should be a meme. Like, yeah. You know, it's like if you put the words trust me on it and just post it, it's like you can't. This looks exactly and, like. And he is the and he is a gentleman that works for the uh, Ohio Republican Party. Correct. Yeah. He's a, he's like an yes. executive director. He's yeah. the one that misappropriated know, a few yeah. million dollars and yeah. no one went to jail. No investigation. Do you, do you know how much money he makes from the Ohio Republican Party? Now, I, don't I don't have know. the exact figure, but it's close to six figures. Okay. He gets paid six figures, let's say. Right? It's close. Oh, close, whatever. But he miss, they all misappropriated $3 million. Mm-hmm. from $3 million from the GOP that Republicans donated. Yeah. Um, don't, nobody knows where it is, but there's no investigation. No one ha- was held accountable. And Justin Biss is quoted saying, oh, I, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Then why do you have a job? This yeah, is why the- you were... Dumb at the White House. Nobody liked you. This is yeah, just- he, not 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 a not a good person, uh, and not not a good not a good look for Republicans in Ohio. Uh, I can tell you that with three the whole three million dollars, uh, it's then, not a good look. Yeah, but that's the same tool that says Tory needs to. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You know, this letter that he wrote, right, to mm-hmm. protest me. Now there were a lot of. Um, shenanigans in regards to how signatures are validated in the state of Ohio. Some counties use uh, DHS systems. Other counties uh, use temps that they hire to compare signatures. So I don't know how they're like, they're signature experts. It's like, if they're a temp, I don't know. (laughs) That doesn't sound kosher to me. But do you know that you signed my petition? You remember when we met at that Lincoln? Yeah. Your your signature was counted as non-genuine. Now, can you explain why? They just said that it wasn't genuine, that you didn't sign it. So those are the ones I'm not saying the GOP contested it, but your yeah. county, your county came back and said, this isn't Sam's signature. Now, so, that's not true. Well, yeah. How can I? How, so can we fight that as the signature? You didn't sign? know that, did you? Right. No, no. no but I'm very disappointed. Yeah. OK, so don't worry. One of the people that worked on my campaign, his signature that they already had, which was identical to the one he put on the petition and the one that he put on his circulator was also non-genuine. They just remove as many signatures as they can. So yeah. So because we had just above 5,000, they had torched so many, right? They had purged them completely like yours or my own campaign staff. Like what? Um, We didn't contest it because there's no need to, right? Because Right. 
when we were getting close, because we were following the counties before they were submitting them to the Secretary of State, we started going down lists. We're like, we need to get back to this county. Why did they dismiss it? You know what their answer was? My campaign team said, they said that there's no process to fix their mistake. And I said, okay, then send a letter to them and say, so there is no process for you disenfranchising 16 valid electors of the state of Ohio. Just send that word, send that sentence. The next day they had it corrected. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is a violation of the Voting Rights Act. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. So, Sam, it's bad. We we got a lot to talk about here, and I want to make sure we're moving on. But so here, if elected, Tori... What will be your first on your agenda as Secretary of State in the state of Ohio? Well, the first one I want to keep a surprise, but it's not going to be a surprise for that day. And I think a lot of people would be excited. It's going to be, uh, let's just say, um, a cyber infrastructure. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for that teaser. It's very important. Mm. But what I will do is, um, uh, first things first, is... um, I am going to ensure that we have the right people in uh, the office. We can't have careers. See, this is what kills our nation in general and our state, where we have people that are state employees and they're set for life. It's hard to get them even fired. Yeah. You can't fire them. Watch me. Watch me. The bureaucrats, gone. All of them. Gone, 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 gone. Their work performance, and you know what? I... I'm pretty savvy with computers. I'm going to know how they work. (laughs) I'm going to know how they function. I'm going to do a full thorough audit and they're fired because we have a lot of uh, people in the state of Ohio that would love to serve the people that would love to go look paperwork up that would love to help them get their new business up and running that would love to do this. And this is how we do it. We get rid of the people that feel like they're doing you a favor for doing their job because Mm -hmm. we get a lot of that. So um, that's something that we need. This is like, you know, ground level stuff. Um, I will do a thorough. I'm not going to like fire someone just because they were there for 20 years. I'm going to see, are you essential? Are you, yep. I'm, my, the taxpayers are paying your salary. Let me see your computer. That's all I have to do is look at your computer. I can see what kind of work you do, how many files you open, how many emails, how many cat videos you watched. Yeah. I can do that. And in an instant, I know who's actually productive because, you know, this is this is something that we need productivity. Absolutely. No, that's very important. Number one. Yeah. And I think and I think with you doing that, you're just going to save a bunch of money on taxpayer uh, the taxpayers, because uh, we can only imagine how much useful spending is in our government. Right. And uh, one thing about the secretary of state's office, they move extremely, extremely slow. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Neil Peterson, uh, he's an, he was trying to get on the ballot. I don't think he ended up making it. I know he's challenging in the Supreme Court and whatnot, but we'll just leave that at that. But anyway, um, from what I've heard is he was actually supposed to know 75 days after May 4th or May 3rd that if he would be on the ballot. They waited three days after the 75-day mark, so they kind of broke their own rule, right? Yes, they did. And that's not fair. So also, too, first off, 75 days to validate – 5,000 signatures is way too long and and people are moving way too slow and it's moving slow on purpose. Cause I know for a fact that they could have those signatures validated in two weeks. And I, that's maybe a little too long for them because look at your team, Tori, your mm-hmm. team is like 
I mean, they just move and they get stuff mm-hmm. done. Look at the time frame that you had to get 5,000 signatures, right? Valid. So, we had more valid. than 5,000. Excuse me. Yes. A bunch. Yeah. Yes. But still, just to get 5,000 valid signatures is an extremely big task. And you guys did it. Mm-hmm. So why can our Secretary of State's office that's funded tremendously by our taxpayer money get this job done? They don't they're not doing it because I believe they're stalling on purpose. They're doing this stuff on purpose. Government work is intended to be slow. Imagine how much better our republic could be if we actually used our resources in the proper manner. Well, they do it on purpose because they're independent candidates. They don't fit into the two boxes, so they should be at a disadvantage. I mean, how do you tell someone on a Saturday, right? Because when they protested, I got on the ballot and they protested. The GOP spent money probably from those misappropriated $3 million (laughs) um, to investigate, which uh, it was so laughable just looking at it because I'll make a mention to show you that they actually use artificial intelligence to scan the things and they didn't even do their job. But anyway, they filed it on a Saturday. And it's like, so you waited to see if I was going to protest and then you filed it on a Saturday where no one's working and you tell me on a Monday and here's this, they told me on a Monday that there will be a hearing. And it's like, I sent an email and said, all right, so what's this hearing? I don't see any law, nothing in the election manual that tells me how this goes. Like who's the ultimate, I'm the God that answers the question. Like who is the person that says this? Right. And um, they haven't even responded. There's no policy, no procedure, no law on how this goes. They're just making stuff up as they go. And this yeah. is because I'm an independent and I don't fit in the Republican or Democrat. I mean, think about it. You may say, well, they're going to siphon votes. No, all the conservatives no, are going to give me their vote. Well, I tell you and what, I've got you- Democrats that are going to give me their vote, too. Yeah, I, I, I got people that are yelling at me saying you need to get back behind. You need to get behind DeWine. You know, you no reason for sell, no reason for supporting Neil Peterson. Neil Peterson's going to siphon vote and you're going to get a Democrat in. We already have a globalist Democrat in. Right. Thank you. Who's got who's in business with Hillary Clinton down in Haiti. So Nan Whaley, they governed the same during covid. I mean, literally, just look at how they governed. Uh, He put curfews. He locked us down. We're going to siphon the vote away from the GOP, away from the GOP and to actual hands of the people. And that Mm -hmm. is what you know, that's the fear that they have, because I've been saying we just need to dismantle the GOP and the DNC. That is the problem that we have. They keep causing division, black, white, sex, sexist, homophobic, Republican, Democrat. Like, when does it stop? How many isms and boxes do they have to put us in? Then they just put us against each other fighting while they're sitting there smoking cigars and making backroom deals like that Intel thing. Yeah, Yeah. this is just ridiculous. And 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 as secretary of state, you know, obviously, like you asked, like, what am I going to do? Employees, number one, two, you know what else I noticed? There's no satellite offices. So, you know, I need satellite offices for the Secretary of State in Toledo, in Cincinnati, yeah. you know, um, in, um, in um, uh, so many places that they have small businesses and farms that they have to drive to Columbus. Yeah, that's not it doesn't make any sense. Right. Why can't I have an office there? Right. All the all the millions and millions of dollars we're spending on this other gibberish. Uh, let's spend some money to make our constituents' lives better, right? Exactly. To make their lives easier. Exactly. And I'm not and saying like easy as in to where they're lazy, right? But easier as in so they can better their way of life, right? Because that's that's really what politicians or public servants are supposed to do, right? Now, I know you got to be careful when you say the better better people's lives, but 
them in a moral right way as their founders, you know, constitutionally, you know, uh, that type of way, uh, better well, than that way. Well, you know, we're supposed now, to, yeah, we're ahead, supposed sorry. to, no, we're supposed to help people. The secretary of state's office is there so that you can establish your business or mm-hmm. your farm, right? You're excited and you're like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm doing this, or I'm a contractor and I'm doing this. And you're so excited to just grab life by the horn. And then you're like, damn, I have to drive three hours to Columbus. Columbus. And, and then I go there and they're like, yeah, we can't give you advice. Here are the forms. And it's like, why isn't there anyone there to advise young entrepreneurs with with simple information that doesn't have a liability? Like, if you want to create an LLC, these are the options and these are the benefits. Does it like actually have a licensed CPA that can walk them through it? I mean, we can afford it. Oh, we can most definitely afford it. So then why can't we do that? And see, that's what the Secretary of State's office should do. But another thing it should do, it should also take the brunt of the cost of free identification for everyone. I know people call it universal ID, voter ID. No, if you're mandated to be able to, sh- to show your ID, to go to the bank, to go to business, to go to an, uh, a federal building, a state building, then it should be free. Why am I paying yeah, should, you should 10, we pay $15? For yeah. yeah. It's just so, another type of um, tax on the American people, another burden, right? Another revenue theft, for, theft, for the state. Theft, 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 theft. There you go. Because <laughs> taxation is theft. Is Thank theft. you. And so, um, you know, that's another thing I want to do. I want to make the Secretary of State's office actually work for the people. Um, and, and be an integral part of things because, uh, you know, average citizens, I mean, from Ohioans about maybe less than, um, 40% engage with the secretary of state's office directly at some point in their life. And so, you know, um, it is very important that we increase that engagement and we teach people, you know, how to start a business, how to, Absolutely. you know, I think, I think it's, and we also need an audit. I mean, when have we audited business? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, audit the Ohio Republican party too, but con- apparently they're not considered a business. They're considered a political organization. So well, they they're get- registered as a business in the state of Ohio. They have a well, license. I have to look into that. So I need to look into that. There's no reason why they shouldn't have been audited then. And uh, sadly that, you know, that, that lawsuit that the, some members have brought up has been thrown out. So therefore you have that, right? Like the court won't even see it because they're a political organization. And you know, the Supreme court, you talked about it. It's, but, a, it's uh, a lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. It's a lie. Don't worry. I'll fix that. Yes. Awesome. Well, we need you Tor or Tori. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep calling it's you. It's okay. I'm Tori's, sorry. Tori's actually how it's pronounced. Is actually okay. Tori. So people don't, um, yeah. Okay. So sorry about that. But moving on, this jumps right into what we were actually just talking about. And I think this is important. And, uh, and I think, uh, our listeners can take a lot up from this because you are the only ind- only statewide independent candidate in the country. Okay. In the country, I believe I have not found any others. Uh, from what all I can tell you are the only independent statewide candidate running in the country. So, uh, do you feel the process on getting on getting on the ballot for a statewide independent candidate is fair? No. And if it's not, how can we change this process story? Well, um, it's not fair. That's 100 percent. I had less than 28 days to get over 5000 valid signatures. People campaign for years to get that done, mm-hmm. but like one to two years Absolutely. or six months at least. Right. Uh, we had less than 28 days and we got it done. Um, because it was the people I'm not running. It's the people that are running the campaign are the people. And it is so against you because like you said on the timing, so it's August elections are in two months. And now 
I can declare and have a campaign? Or should I just be spending money for months before when you can just kick me out because you say so? Yeah. See, this is this is a big problem. And then you get the, the, the talking points of we don't need independence. They're going to siphon votes from what? Your neat little boxes. Haven't we been boxed in enough? Haven't been, haven't we been told what to do and what to say for enough? Like, when do you say stop? When do you say stop? You know, how much money did DeWine and LaRose make off of Pfizer? Look at their portfolios. Look at the funding they got. Mm-hmm. You know, he violated every law. And then we had them tell us that we don't even have dominion over our own kids. Yeah, This is why I filed the lawsuit. People aren't paying attention. They're like, oh, it's grandstanding. It's the masks only. The masks represent something. And if someone read my case that I have in the Northern District of Ohio, you'll see that the arguments that they are making, the school, is that I don't have the right to represent my child's interests. No, no. And this is across the nation. This is what we're fighting for to have rights over our children. And people don't get it. You know, they like to say talking points. Oh, angry parents because they have masks. It's like, this is so dumb. That's pedestrian. Right. Because if people actually read lawsuits, they would see, you know, I kind of felt like a little bit of a badass now. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you because I, 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 I was during the hearing. I didn't have access like the lawyers did. So the school district of my daughters had like a ton of big, big law firm, right? So the day we had our first hearing, suddenly all these names, I'm appearing, appearing. I was like, I object. I don't know who these people are. I only have this guy's name. They were doing all this stuff electronically that me, this is to compare with independent, right? Pro se bar, independent Republican Democrat, right? Same simile. At a disadvantage right there. But I still won because there was a, a motion to dismiss that I didn't oppose because I didn't have it, right? And I still won it. Wow. I won an unopposed motion. It was so fun because I got That's to awesome. the lawyer. How does it feel going back to your office to say that you lost you lost an unopposed motion to a pro se candidate? Yeah. Kind of sucks. He never appeared again, though. But I'm just saying, this is the thing. We need to be fighting. We need to be more open-minded. And like Carrie Lake even said, we've got a lot of independents and we should be embracing them. Absolutely. We need to change the face of our party. We need to be a party of no interest. We need to be, um, no, we just need to have no parties. We need to be people. I, 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 but like, are we there yet though? We're probably not there yet. I mean, for you anyway, you have to. Right. I mean, you're running as, as an independent, but how do we get the Republicans that are still thinking, well, I have Nan Whaley or Mike DeWine to vote for. I have to choose one of them. You don't even have to choose. You one don't have to. No, you, that's what I'm going to do. I, I'm not voting for Mike DeWine. There's no way. Well, my they'll vote for you. Don't worry. <laughs> my conscience cannot allow me to vote for Mike DeWine. Um, not Nan Whaley either, but. Uh, you know, I can't tell people how to think. I, I can't, you know, spoon feed, spoon feed them the information. I don't want to spoon feed them the information. I want them to go out and get this information on themselves, like you talk about a lot. But, you know, it's very important that we get that independent base to move. And, you know, I would love to see the destruction of the both parties. The both both parties. To, we don't yeah. need it. Why are we paying these people to tell us who to vote for? I exactly. mean, think about it. We're in America, a free nation, guns, beer, liberty, everything, <laughs> Right. And yet we're paying someone to tell us who to vote for. 
Like, when is that? And, you know, it goes down to the fact that we don't have appropriate representation, okay? And We're not being represented correctly. I mean, have you seen these districts? Um, someone actually contacted my campaign saying, hey, you know, this is really important with the Secretary of State, with the redistricting, right? Absolutely. And right. we got, yep. Go on, go on. Well, we got a little bit about that, but also, can you just hit on that real quick, if you don't mind? Like, oh, this whole redistricting I, nonsense, right? This this waste of millions and millions of dollars of taxpayer money, 20 to $30 million dollars on a split primary election that probably should have never happened. And I believe it was unconstitutional mm-hmm. and uh, on purpose. You know, how, on purpose how, how, how do we fix that now? Other than saying that this was political theater and more or less orchestrated by the general assembly in Ohio and the secretary of state's office. But Tori, how do we fix this? Proper representation. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, you know, my campaign was like, well, I don't know, you know how we should answer this. And I was like, simple. I mean, my district, Right. I live in downtown Cleveland, like in the heart of Cleveland. Right. Down downtown. What commonality do I have with a citizen of Akron, Ohio? None. I no. I don't have the same environment, the same needs as someone that yeah. lives in Akron, Ohio. Yet Akron, Ohio is in my district. Like, how does that work? Yeah. So Jim Jordan, he goes all the way up to I believe it's close, like his district is. Is is totally unbelievable. Like it's like a strip. Yeah. It's yeah. like a strip. This is as Secretary of State. Here's what we're gonna do. Common sense district. I don't know, maybe like per county, right? Because we're underrepresented. How many of you can actually contact your legislators? They're just too important to talk to you. They're important and they're busy as part-time jobs. They're busy, busy, right? So we need better representation, right? We need um, increased representation, not only on a state level, but in a federal one. I mean, think of it. If we had appropriate representation per capita as... It is written so from the olden times of the United States where they had common sense, then it would be a lot harder for people to buy their vote in the Senate and Congress if we had the right representation. I mean, we can't even communicate with our representatives. Have you ever tried to even speak to LaRose? He's way too busy. Well, I did, and you'll and you'll you'll really love the really? clip that I have for you. But we'll we'll move on to that later in the show. But I yeah. have spoken with LaRose face to face. And you email that guy or you text him on social media because most definitely I want to bring him on the show, right? I mean, I, I'm trying to – I know he won't because he doesn't answer the emails on the Red Future Radio Network, but that's okay. Uh, uh, but, you know, for instance, we're, we're, that, that, that's what we need to change, right? Mm-hmm. How uh, The public servant, the being accessible, being transparent, wanting to talk with your constituents, et cetera. It's so important to us. It is, isn't it? It, it so sucks important. because you can't get in touch with them. No. Even Jim Jordan, that people, you know, he's a wrestler. He's a fighter, right? Yep. But he's not that big of a fighter. Because no, if he was like not. a super fighter, he would have torn their heads off down in D.C. He well, told also, the line. Also, too, I just want to point this out. Now, I haven't been paying much attention to what his steps are <laughs> after the raid of Mar-a-Lago. But what is, what, if our, what, if, what are our elected officials right now that have power doing about that, Right. For instance, you talk about fighting, and I know we're getting a little off topic with the Secretary of State's race and whatnot. But like, same thing, though. I'm still yeah, fighting here too. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> fight. It, it's it's fi- like where where why haven't they done anything? Right? Like, I, I enter legislation just to abolish the FBI right away. I mean, if I was one of 435 members of Congress, I wouldn't be. I would I would do it, even though if it doesn't even see the floor or whatever, doesn't get out of committee. That's still stuff that they should be putting forward. 
I mean, that was that was pure nonsense that would happen, right? Well, according to my calculation, we should have 1,700 people in Congress to have appropriate representation okay. across the U.S. for the population. But what are they going to do? Here's the problem, what people don't see. They see things like headlines, like raided. Well, the FBI would never raid if, if there wasn't something there. Yeah, they do. Yes. I, I know James this. O'Keefe. No, I know this. You know, uh, if, if people now, hot topic, let's talk about this, because I know a lot of people like to talk smack. In North Dakota, China, right? You've seen all the news, right? Oh, my gosh, China's buying all this property oh. next to missile bases and this. Yeah, if people actually look at my track record, that's exactly the stuff that I was exposing. The fact that, you know, there was a there was a kind of like a thing to maintain the state bank of North Dakota is where they launder most of this money. It's the only state run bank. So I was filing and filing and filing. I got a bunch of people arrested and they came after me. And people would say, well, the attorney general wouldn't come after you if there wasn't something there. And it's like, listen to what he's saying. He's saying I didn't register as a charity. Right. And he filed a bunch of in a civil suit. You could file whatever you want. Remember that. Mm-hmm. We, saw, we saw what they Thank did you. to President Trump. They could file whatever. I could file a three-year-old's picture and say that's evidence. I can take this pack of cigarettes and say that this was your pipe bomb and yeah. file it as evidence. And it's accepted because it's a civil suit. It's not criminal. You don't have to prove anything. You're just filing it, right? So they came after me and people were actually happy. Because I was a loud mouth getting people arrested. I got the marshal fired. I got the other one locked up. The sheriff locked up. She's a bad person. She needs to go. But it's like the rules didn't apply to me because they didn't like what I did. So do the rules not apply to President Trump because some people don't like him? You yeah. think that you can go, just go get a warrant and raid someone's, wait a minute, and go straight for the safe? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's too much. Well, I that means that they got first-person testimony from someone that met with President Trump in the past three weeks in Mar-a-Lago to be able to be so specific. I mean, it could have just been a catfish. He might have left a little you know, thing, maybe a sticker that says impeach 44. Because yeah. while everyone's upset about this, I'm actually excited, right? Because it's all about precedent. They've given us precedent to be able to impeach presidents that are no longer in office. Barack I'm coming. You know, now we can raid presidents that are no longer in office. There you go. Barack, I'm coming. Yes. Right? And, and, and the irony of it all is that he gets raided. But Wexner isn't. Yeah. DeWine isn't. Let's Bill talk Gates. local. Let's talk local. Mm-hmm. DeWine isn't. LaRose isn't. Right? The, the, the GOP isn't, and they misappropriated yeah. $3 million. $3 million. Yeah, I'm just going like level, right? And then Hillary Clinton didn't. We got her on video doing some really – you should see what the police officers here in New York have. Oh, I've heard I, the stories. I'm, and, I'm, I'm and currently in New York right now. So, it's wonderful. Yeah, so, um, you know, they didn't. Hunter Biden didn't. He filed a false application for a gun, has a ton of crack. I mean, I have his laptop. I have his phone. I mean, I've been putting it out there for forever, but, you know, whatever. You know, these these people haven't rated. Why hasn't Joe Biden been rated? He got over 30 million Chinese dollar make you holla under, (laughs) you know, the 44th administration. Where's that rate? Hillary Clinton stole things from the White House, like the China. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I just read about that. (laughs) Nobody rated her. This is the problem. Mm -hmm. If we don't like someone, we're okay with them not having their rights. 
And this is what we're seeing. Two tier so justice system, more or less. It's only the people that we like mm-hmm. that are supposed to have the law on their side. So right now I'm pretty excited. I, everybody hates Christopher Ray, right? They can't stand him. And they're like, FBI director Ray, I actually like him because you know what? The FBI raided, right? At the behest of A.G. Garland, which all of us should be sending him a fruit basket to thank him for ensuring President Trump's triumph in whichever election happens now, right? So, yeah. so Ray's going to have to answer questions and say, hey, we got this order. The FBI can't be held responsible for raiding at the order of the of, of A.G. Garland. No, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave the warrant. We can't say the FBI needs to be, you know, taken apart and blasted to a million pieces. It's the leaders that did it. So this is where Ray says, well, you know, the Attorney General Garland issued the warrant. Okay. And he's the one with the criminal probe. So how are the FBI agents? They're just doing their job, right? Mm -hmm. So when people say things like we need to know, we do need the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We do need good law enforcement. But now is where we get answers. See, with every action, there's a reaction. And the reaction is, hey, buddy, tell me how you got this warrant. What what judge signed off? No judge? Oh, you mean it was a self-declared warrant? Show me the law and the regulation. Show me what I have to fix to stop that from happening again. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm kind of excited. It's no, no big deal. No, no. Big deal. So moving on, and this is, we talked a little bit about, uh, Frank LaRose's donations and some of the money he's taken, right? Well, this is not basically taken for him, but for an Ohio's elections. Now, obviously, you remember the big scandemic that happened with COVID and then the debacle to where they uh, postponed our uh, Republican and Democrat primaries in the 2020 election and made us, forced us to vote by mail. And also during that, Frank LaRose took lots of money from Mark Zuckerberg Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, right? What are your thoughts on that, right? What, why? And this, and, these, and this money is supposed to be for COVID supplies, quote unquote. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, something that Ohioans are going to be shocked about is, you know, in federal bills, when they're passing them, we like to say, oh, look, the Democrats are stuffing pork in it, right? They're just adding random things like COVID, COVID. Oh, we should give money to the ballerinas of the Carnegie Hall. And you're like, what does that have to do with COVID? We should yeah. go investigate minnows off the coast of Pakistan. And you're like, why am I looking at that fish? And what does that have to do with yeah. COVID, right? Well, they do that in Ohio, too. In fact, state legislators, this is why you need to remove every single one of them that approved this, in a tax bill. In a tax bill in March of 2020, snuck in a clause saying that during a pandemic, you're not allowed to vote in person. They made it law. That is completely unconstitutional in a tax bill. So when people say, like, you're not going to be a good secretary of state. Girl, did you know that they put in a tax bill, they ripped your rights to be able to vote in person if they say so? Like, that is a big deal. Yeah, no, but it's in a tax bill. So they put it in there in a tax bill. So nobody looks because nobody's watching them. No one's paying attention. They're completely unregulated. So the question is, how do you use a tax bill and then in there sneak in sentences that in the pandemic, no voting in person? You're denying me the right to vote in person. How do you pick how I vote? And it's been it's law now. Yeah, that's 
It's law now. No, it's law in the state of Ohio. Unconstitutional law. This is a big deal. I mean, you know, people don't pay attention. You know what other bills have been passing in state legislatures? I bet, it, I bet my head, my top would be blown off, but I can only imagine. The, that, that liquefying human remains as fertilizer is legal. Look it up. They did. They ended up doing that in Ohio. I heard that. I they don't were know doing in Ohio. They did it in like 20 some states. It was it, Wisconsin. I, the last time. I, yeah. But like uh, it's that, that that is absurd. And I have heard about that. Yeah. Craziness. Oh, no. Think about it. Like, why would you pass it? Oh, they just wake up one morning and they're like, yeah, we should just pass a law that legalizes us to liquefy human remains for fertilizer. Because, yeah, that's what we think about. Not manure liquefying human beings people are not paying attention and this is the problem that we are this is why we're having a problem with the democrat party and the and the republican party and this is why we need people to step out of those boxes and say all right stop no more clown shows not my circus not my monkeys welcome i'm the same person of common sense come to me let's just point out the ridiculousness of this and fix this because that's exactly what we're living in so much ridiculousness mm-hmm. and uh, circus. to more to more. I want to add and uh, just Frank LaRose. He has all these relationships right now. I know we touched a little bit on the, the McCain relationship and, uh, you know, going to Ukraine, working on elections uh, overseas, et cetera, supposed to be the leader uh, secretary of state in the nation. But for instance, we can never figure out who Frank LaRose really is, right? Like what's the definition of the Republican? I guarantee he could not give you one. But this is where I'm going with this. Jocelyn Benson, Secretary of State of Michigan, is liberal as all get out, right? I mean, she's Gretchen Wichner's, like, sister, it almost seems like. Oh, you mean the lady that almost got kidnapped by the FBI agents and then they tried to say that it was MAGA people that did it? That yeah. one? Well, it, it's this, it's, it's, that's the governor, Gretchen yes, Whitmer. That's and, what and, I'm yeah, yeah, so her. And yes. then her best friend and basically sister, the Secretary of State of Michigan, Jocelyn Benson has this extremely tight relationship with Frank LaRose. What are your thoughts on that? So let me tell you about Frank LaRose because people are, you want to know who Frank LaRose is? He's your new John McCain. Literally your new John McCain. No, I'm, I'm telling you. He is, he is being groomed up for that position. Uh, before Ukraine had their elections in 2019, Cindy McCain had reached out to him. Uh, she has been grooming him for this position uh, took him out to the Ukraine to observe the fair elections. <laughs> and I say fair with a million air quotes. I'm tired of doing this fair um, elections where Zelensky won by what? 70%. Yeah. He was, and remember before he became president of Ukraine, he was playing a president in a TV show in Ukraine. He was literally an actor and his job was pretending to be president on TV in this comedy skit. Right. And so now he becomes president and because he was selected to be so and won in a landslide of over 70%. So Frank LaRose totally makes sense being the Ohio Secretary of State, a state that has nothing to do with Ukraine, not involved in foreign policy, doesn't care if the world burns. We're only supposed to be concerned about Ohio is there observing those elections. By the way, I work for Ukraine desk, so I know exactly what he did in Ukraine. (laughs) So that's why I have that meme. I, uh, yes, I, I do. I, did. I was about summer. to bring that up. I was about to bring that up. And I, yeah. and I can't wait till you come out and, uh, you know, talk about well, that. I should come out and have the conversation with him. See, I, this is the thing. People, uh, you know, that are afraid of answering questions have something to hide. 
right? Out of all people, you would think it would be me because I have that big, you know, you know, civil suit with the attorney general. I'm just waiting for the criminal to finish yep. to be able to do my civil. You know, now he killed himself. So that it's a little bit awkward. Well, you know, well, he didn't want to go to jail. I mean, you're an attorney general yeah. for 23 years and 23 years of government emails purged. How does just yeah. acid wash the whole office of the North Dakota attorney general's emails purged That's and no wrong. one went to jail over. It. Well, well, when we're talking about trafficking, China, money laundering and drugs, you know, we've got to, we got to hide because there's a lot of people that are going to be rolling and they know Tory's just waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting because the civil suit isn't my concern. It's more the criminal. I mean, the civil hurt me as a person. The criminal, they've been hurting the people of Ohio for like forever. Uh, North Dakota. And I said Ohio forever. They've been paying taxes. They've been abused. They've been lied to. Their children stolen from Native American reservations. Yeah. You know, that, that's more important than me. I, I, you know, I, I, even though I want me to be important, <laughs> I, I think that's more important. So, um, so anyway, um, the relationship that the secretary of state of um, Michigan has with LaRose is one that he has with all of them. He's actually in charge of all the secretary of states. Um, so this, you can see from his speech in Israel in 2020, he went and presented to people in Israel Again, why? No. With pride saying that Ohio is leading the way for safe and fair elections in 2020. I mean, how'd that work out? But um, <laughs> it's so insane. It's, so he it, went to Israel to say that he's representing all the secretary of states to tell them how amazing he is. He's spearheading the effort for these things. I have the video. But one thing people that are listening should ask themselves, wait a minute. So he went to Ukraine to observe elections. In 2020, he went to Israel and told them how amazing 2020 elections are going to be, right? Why is he going to these places? What is his job there? Like, are we paying for it? No, someone's sponsoring it. Does yeah. that make it okay? Like, would you be okay with your secretary of state that should be involved in Ohio going to other countries? Like, what, what's his business? And just now... You know, while all this filing was going against me, you know where he was? Observing Nigerian elections. Yeah. Like, I mean, if people listen to what's going on, I mean, just like, let's do some common sense. Like, where'd that go? It's like, yes. you know, uh, I'm a Republican. Okay, do you are you the common sense type or the whatever? Because common sense tells you it doesn't make sense. That he's no, it doesn't. No. The Secretary of State... And the uh, president's administration should be involved in foreign affairs and et cetera like that. You know, that, that's, that should be a perfect job for them, correct? That's what we have our quote-unquote federal government for. Now, I know it's hardly operating right now, <laughs> but uh, you get the point. Like, Frank LaRose, you, you couldn't have said it better. He is the new McCain. He is, he, and people yeah. don't see it. He's going to be running for president. And the mm -hmm. thing is, when I look at it and people tell me he's a great guy, I'm like, what do you mean he's a great guy? No. He literally bought his position. How? Yeah, House LaRose. He became part-time. You know, that's what loser attorneys usually do. People that fail as attorneys, they go part-time as legislators and they just wing it and get yeah. money from, like, donors. And, go and actually, he was, I'm pretty sure he, he's been groomed since he was a, uh, in the college. I'm pretty sure he was in the Young Republicans and all of that stuff. 
So, well, well, I can tell you that his dad, House LaRose, which circulates alcohol, one of the most successful um, uh, alcohol distributors, right, in the Midwest, um, he got in, they paid for his campaign, he got in and stayed and guess what he did? While he was there, he helped facilitate, create law for, to create Jobs Ohio, which is a private nonprofit. Guess who created that private nonprofit? I, I don't know off the top of my House head. House LaRose. No kidding. Yeah, and Jobs Ohio is getting, and his dad and his brother is on the board still. So while he was in office, he helped his dad's company create a private nonprofit to become state legislator to create to create a law that makes Jobs Ohio. And then not only that, guess who partners with Jobs Ohio? I'm I'm guessing Mr. Wexner, but that's the only guess I have. World Economic Forum. It's literally on their website. Wow. So again, when people talk, they obviously don't know. This is why I had to run. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have had to. I had to because no one else would. It's like, you know, you take people and you shake them and you're like, oh, so Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, all these people with the World Economic Forum, you're flipping out. But your own secretary of state right here. That calls himself a Republican. Thank you. Conservative. Thank you. Is part of the World Economic Forum. And, and, that, and that is an evil, evil uh, forum, by the way. And those people. Uh, well, the, the, here's the, the point. This is why he goes overseas. Do you want to know what the plan is? You're going to be a smart city. You won't have to vote. This is why they have all our voting records online. Because at some point, they just collect so much data with what you put on Facebook, what you email, what you text, what you say, your Snapchats, your Instagram, whatever. They already know how you're going to vote. So why the heck are they going to campaign? The only time they're going to campaign is just to make it look like they're doing something. They're already going to pick your vote. They do it themselves. They don't need you. You're just turning up. You think if your vote mattered, you'd vote. This is coming from someone that has fixed over 45 elections overseas. You can ask John Bolton because, I mean, he kind of admitted it on CNN last week. So I was kind of happy about that. So, you know, uh, why not? You want the best of the best, right? I'm the best at knowing how to rig elections. Obviously, we'll be able to fix them. And you know how we're going to fix them? By not using electronic machines. Simple. Awesome. Boom. Yeah, there we simple. have it. Finally. We don't need them. And the thing is, pen and paper is great. But then people are like, it's going to be slow. And it's like, well, actually, no. But on the other hand, we could also use magnetic tapes. You know what that is? Back in the day, they used to have like these lever pulls. We're not talking hanging chads. We're talking magnetic tape. So what you would do is the really, really old diabold machines before they became computerized. So you would pick, like, with your, like, it's almost like a hole punch, but it's not, your candidates. And then you pull the lever, and then this magnetic tape would go. So you would be able to know, you would be able to audit your vote, right? And it tallies as it goes. So by the time the doors are closed, you already have the tally. And it's and you know where your ballot is. Yes, you you know, know. because it's right there. Because you know the number that came up when you went to vote. And it's on that tape. So if you wanted to audit your vote, you could be like, yo, I'm looking for this number because that's when I pulled the lever. I want to see it. So not only do we have something auditable, transparent, but we have something that they can't rig. They can't rig. Like right that moment, if you think that they're rigging it, you can actually check it. After you will, you're like, yo, I'm 00257. And they're like, 00257, dot, 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 dot. You voted for this, 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 this. Okay, we're good. Bye. So now we've got transparency, audibility, non-hackability, instant tally, 
there we go. Oh, but if there's a pandemic, great. We'll just have a whole week of people coming in slowly. And this is why we have census, because we have our school districts that tell us how many people live there. And we'll put it back into the schools and we'll shut it down for a couple of days. Maybe we'll do it over the weekend, whatever. You're going to come and you're going to tally and that's going to be recorded. There's no secrets. No, hey, we're obfuscating your vote so no one sees it and we're protecting you. So, you know, (laughs) like in Ohio, we have classified documents pertaining to our elections. Can you tell me why anything would be classified in that? Other than them knowing that their elections are fraud in some parts or just all in general. No, because they should be transparent. But I don't know. That, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, why, it's, why? It's, when you're not transparent, you have something mm-hmm. in my period. Yeah. Now, Facebook, you asked me money. Did you know that they actually use Facebook as um, protection tools for elections? Oh, the state of Ohio did? Yes. Yeah. So like, how does that? <laughs> yeah. Protection, Facebook, really? Well, you're like, going to see that in my lawsuit. Awesome. But you're going to be very surprised to see how big of a role social media companies play. Actual oh, I, social I, media. No, no, no. We're not talking Facebook. We're talking like, I want you to think in your mind, like, what if I told you like something like Craigslist was involved? What would you say? <laughs> well, no, probably not. But yeah, I mean, All right. it, would, it would make sense. You would, no, no. Would it make sense if I told you that Craigslist is involved? You know, where you sell your couch and yeah, you get dodgy yeah, people yeah. that you know, hit you up for like eBay, eBay also. Yeah. You know, well, Am- Amazon. I think Craigslist is like the lower level one, but if Craigslist was involved, would that make you, I mean, probably you wouldn't be surprised, but you'd be like, damn, that's pretty ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> like, mean, <laughs> Craigslist really? Like I thought they only, like you said, I thought they only sold couches and, you know, uh, old beat up bikes or something like that. Well, drugs, people, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Their thing, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there is not much we can say on on these candidates. And it's unfortunate. I I know I've spoken to people. I I had um, someone as my um, personal protection at some point who was the chief of police, former chief of police of Cleveland. And um, so I have a good relationship with the cops. You know, I, I see that they've increased this revolving door. I've noticed that the mayor of the city just wants to get rid of the police altogether. I mean, that's insane. And, you know, people talk about Chicago, but they don't talk about Cleveland. You know, over the weekend, there were like six deaths. One lady was found shot in her car idle. You know, they just looked in her car because her car was just stalled on the street. Those people have engaged with LaRose. I had a 30-plus-year veteran cop tell me that LaRose had caused trouble in the city, and he was telling him, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. Do you know what he turned around and told him? Do you know who I am? He's like, I really don't care who you are. He literally said that. So entitled. Yeah. He literally said that. And I was just kind of thinking, like, wow, do you know who I am? Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. Um, Some, so, uh, so he's a bad, bad man. We even caught him, you know, talking smack about me. He was at some event and he was like, why do they keep asking me about Maris? He in the Cuyahoga County, you know, the Democrat board of elections, super tight, 
super tight. Imagine that. Maybe right. recordings of conversations between them and LaRose pertaining to me is super tight. But having said that, he's not a very good person. He's not transparent. He doesn't like people using his words. You know, a lot of I'm coming in hard with my campaign in a few weeks because I have to wait to see that I'm on the ballot. See, that's yeah, the disadvantage I'm in. And I'm going to use that to prove just how bad it is. But I'm not going to go against him like with dirt. I'm going to use his own words. Mm-hmm. He's clearly said the machines cannot be trusted. His own words. He's gallivanting across the globe telling people how amazing these elections are. He's standing there with Chris Krebs, who lied through his teeth, saying the fair elections of 2020. You know? He even has a disinformation crew. Hmm? Yep. He's paying to silence speech. I'm just going to use his words against him. Yeah, I don't have to do anything. He's a what ticking time bomb. The only thing I need to do is just wake up, you mm-hmm. know, the people of Ohio and say, you think the World Economic Forum is bad? Well, don't you don't you think that then LaRoe shouldn't be here? I mean, mm-hmm. while he was in office, he helped his daddy. They created a law to create Jobs Ohio that his dad's company funded, that his brother sits on the board of that are partners with the World Economic Forum. Like, how do you spell that out better than that? Yeah, it's 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 totally into their interests, right? And it's for an agenda. It's pushing something. Yeah, we're going to be part of the smart cities. Yep, it's, it's wrong. It's a smart cities thing. So we're going to be the first one. Ohio is the testing ground because we still have a blue county. What does that even mean? Blue county. Oh, you mean a box? I believe that Ohio should lead the way in the nation to destroy all those boxes. Yeah. I've campaigned myself all alone in East Cleveland. East Cleveland. Yeah, I go there. I hang out. Mm -hmm. The people there are desperate, too. They don't want to vote for just a Democrat. They're tired. They're the ones that can't put gas. They're the ones that don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're the ones that are being insulted by people saying that they they're too stupid to get an identification. Yeah, that's, you know, I don't want a Democrat and Republican vote. I want an American vote. I want an Ohioan vote. That's what they should be like. Damn, okay, this girl's a little bit rough around the edges, but at least we know where we stand. That's the thing. You know where you stand with me. And are we all rough around the edges? I mean, come on. We're supposed to be. Uh, We're we're not. We're not all perfect. Which Frank LaRose is one of those people who thinks he's perfect. And Tori, I want to play this awesome clip that I got. Okay. uh, Due to my experience with uh, Frank LaRose, but first I want to ask you a question. Uh. Then we'll play the clip. And then we'll jump into your answer. So obviously with election integrity being a very big key issue in the state of Ohio, do you believe that these machines and don't matter what brand they are, right? Dominion, whatever. Can you, do you believe that these machines could be connected to the internet and should we even be using them? But if you don't mind, could you play the clip please? And just, this is a three. It's a three, it's, it's a three, it's a three, it's a three minute and seven. It's a three three minute clip, uh, seventeen seconds. But it's basically me and uh, lots of these gentlemen. Or this woman right here. She's an awesome patriot. She's uh, from Defiance County, and he's here for a fundraiser. Uh, it, it's supposed to be a kickoff for his twenty twenty two campaign. She she's questioning him about Ukraine. She's questioning him about the machines, etc. This is a clip where he's talking about, as you can see that blah, 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 these machines cannot be connected to the internet. And then he sees me recording him lying to the people and he gets irritated and frustrated. And then, you know, the rest, the rest explains itself, but thank you. I could possibly use that in my lawsuit too. Oh, I hope you do please. Thanks. Cause it's a wonderful video and people need to see this video. Here we go. 
proud Trump supporter that you'll find, and he'll tell you that low volume that he thought were the best ones for his county. The thing about voting machines in Ohio that people need to know is that they are never connected to the internet. You recording me? Yes, sir. Are we here to do an interview or are we here to talk? Well, isn't my freedom to record you? Yeah, it's my okay. freedom to walk away. So well, then walk can away. We talk? Why can't? Why what? can't it be? You're the Secretary of State. You can talk with the camera on. You keep talking. Seventeen's fine. My tax dollars pay for it. Keep talking. Let's hear about this election. friendly, Sam. You know that? Well, yeah, we can. But you're okay. you just you just confronted me about recording. You know? Okay. It, it, it's normal to tell a fellow human before you start videotaping. You're the Secretary of State. I know my job. You are the second. That, that is one of the highest. Just tell me next time you're going to start recording me. All right, buddy. Can I record you, Mr. Relos? You may. Thank you. All right. The point I'm making is that in Ohio, voting machines are never connected to the internet. They're tested before each election with a full battery of tests by both Republicans and Democratic election experts. And then we audit each election to make sure that the results came out accurately. We have a paper trail for every ballot ever cast. Every ballot ever cast has an electronic record so that you can get the results on election night and a paper trail so that we can audit it. When we audited the 2020 election, we had a 99.98% accuracy. We counted the paper and we compared it to the electronic record. That's the way Ohio does it. Other states. So what's your thoughts, Tori? Oh, my God. So first of all, he's in public. Maybe I should ask the DOT next time for permission when they like videotape me. Well, Ohio, I'm I'm pretty like my goodness, right? Does he not even know his own laws that he helped legislate, or he was a legislator at one time, right? So that's another thing too. Here I am, I was I was 19 at the time or 20 at the time, and I knew that I had every right to videotape him, right? Every right. And then I don't know if it was like the spiritual thing in me or whatever telling me, but I could see him looking and he could see me recording him, and that was a big trigger. And the only reason why I think he's triggered that I was recording him is because he knew he was lying. He absolutely knew he was lying, and he was mad that some kid rounded up a bunch of people to go protest him at, an, at a campaign event. And now me and Frank have never spoke. That was our first exchange that we've ever had. And yet, do you realize he... He, he, he calls you by your name, too. He calls me by my name because he knows who I am because of our establishment rhino Republicans here in Defiance County that we have basically gossip, gossiping, gossip to him, gossiping to him while they're in the fundraising event. But, you know, they try to intimidate me. I don't care. I mean, I'm living for freedom. I, I want my uh, children to have futures. I want my uh, niece and nephew to have futures. You know, I, I don't want them living in smart cities. I just don't want them living in a, a globalist world. And you have people like him, people who think that they're above the law. Tell the tell the police officer who who do you, do you know who I am? Blah, yeah. Blah. No one cares who you are. First off, and secondly, everybody should just treat people how they want to be treated, right? I, 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 I no no I agree. I met someone who ran against him in something called Warren County. Yes, Warren right? County. And he said he is a very bad man. He goes, you know, he has a lot of money. He yeah. said to me, he has a lot of money. I said, I don't need money. I need the people. Mm-hmm. I just need the people. I don't need money. I need the people. I mean, yeah, I need money to do ads, but God will provide, right? It'll happen. Yeah, he will. You know, I, I, I need that so that I can, you know, drive down to place. I mean, I do have a Tesla. Not a lot of plugs on the on the east of Ohio but <laughs> or the west, just in the middle. But, you know, these are – this is – this guy is not a good guy. The guy right. said, you've got my vote. Anyone running against him, he is 
He's like the devil incarnate. And this is coming from people that are well-establishment that have been in office, like to say that to me on the, you know, this older guy who's a business owner in Cleveland. He said, I had uh, donated to LaRose, but I heard about some lady talking about him getting funded by Wexner a couple weeks ago. And when he came up here for money, I just didn't give it to him. I'm totally against that stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just some, like, podcaster lady. He was talking to the lady that said it. And it was pretty cool, you know, to have that conversation with him. I was like, yeah, I'm the podcast. I'm running against him. He's like, I'm, oh. you know, I didn't I didn't want to be totally in his face. Like, my, my kid keeps telling me, Mom, stop telling people to vote for you. And I'm no. like, why not? I, I do it all the time. You should. You know? And I'm like, hey, vote for me. That's what's up. Fist bump. You know, and they're just like, what? Is she serious? Some people think I'm a kid. I'm like, um, nope. Got adult kids. Just good genes. Knock off 10 years on that. So, um, he's a really bad dude. Um, he doesn't care about the people. He doesn't listen to the people and he's lying. There's modems literally in the machines. Yeah. And let's say they take them out. Okay. So they take out the obvious modem. You think I can't hack a chip? doing something else in there that is accessible. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Tori, but the motive is for it's anti-software from somebody trying to hack the machine, right? From, is that why, or they, now I don't know if that's, so so don't they have that software though, correct too? Like they have anti-hack software. So if you're trying to actually hack the machine, you can't hack it. But if you can't hack the machine, you can't, it's it's weird because of the here's Wi-Fi the situation, the, right? No, no, no. Here's the thing. You know, a lot of people will see that I was cracking witness, right? My declaration is the only one that has never been debunked. Mm-hmm. I urge anyone to find my declaration. It was filed in Michigan, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Believe it or not, every single affidavit in the case was read. They skipped over mine. Every single judge skipped over mine. Like, literally skipped over mine. Not, you know, they were like, nope, because they had all the laws. I even used public research to cite it because I'm not going to say, oh, just trust me on what I say. That sounds dumb. You cite it. The modems there have um, were actually created by Dominion in these companies so they can communicate with each other. So you can program them from a distance so you can convey information to other machines to see if they're all working together. So basically, it's kind of like a hive thing. So you're oh, able wow. to connect to all the machines at the same time and deploy. Like it literally says it on their patent filing. Like I'm not just, you know, saying this. It's like, yo, it's in their thing. But here's the thing. It's the same thing I told people down in D.C. when I was there right after the elections. They when they were talking about it. Oh, we need to do this. I was like, um, guys, I don't think we should be following the ballots and stuff, even though it's true. They're stuffing them because like I was saying in 2020, the machine does the algorithm. They find out how many votes he needs to win that. Mm-hmm. So let's say he needs 10. Then they manufacture the evidence. So it's going to come after. That's why the pot. I was like, I ran that operation in other countries. I know. It was my idea. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you're telling them this. And they're like, no, we should. And I was like, guys, this is a fix. Do you know who's representing Dominion? The guy, the lawyer, Greg Brower, that's representing Dominion, that was on TV. 
he was on the Russia hoax investigation, former FBI counsel. Like, can't you see the fix is in? Yeah, the fix is in. <laughs> I love that. Mueller's guy is literally representing Dominion. Like, you can't make it up. And, and and they just all look at you like, what are you talking about? And it's like, so they're running my idea that I was like, hey, we need to create evidence just in case they check. So what we can do is we can send them all home to sleep and then they can continue the next day. Or we might have an emergency and we slide in the ballots we need. That's all. Mm-hmm. They literally deployed a very old operation. I'm like, I couldn't even believe that they used that 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 actual action. We did it in Ukraine. In 2014, we did that. And then we blame Russia for it. We say Russia. Yeah. Hacked it. And it's like, it's always Russia. Yeah. But Russia was like, no, nah, we didn't. <laughs> you guys hacked yourself, you know, yeah. and, and then you put ballots in the morning. The guy that was winning was no longer winning. The other guy won, which was the one that Obama and Biden wanted. So, so it's like, we've deployed this before. And it's, you know, how do you explain that to people and say, look, can we accept that we do this in other countries? I think people are finding it hard to do that. Right. That the United States was picking leaders of other nations that we've destroyed countries thinking it's freedom, freedom, but it was all for them to be self enriched. Accept it. You didn't know. Now we can just stop it. So it doesn't happen again. So we can be a strong and powerful nation without doing shenanigans like that. Absolutely. Let's just get over it. Oh, that can't be true. Well, Bolton just admitted it on CNN saying Trump isn't smart enough to do a coup. I know we've done so many coup d'etats in other countries. And it's like, really? Yeah. That's like, that was an, I declare war statement. See me saying it. Who's just a contractor is one thing, but ambassador Bolton saying it. That's like, wait, what? That's I mean, a he's got deal. some, yeah, big deal. And yeah. I'm glad you're bringing that up, Tori, because uh, I can tell you one thing. Uh, our leaders, you talked about the fixes in. I mean, they're doing this. Everything that's being done, even in the state legislator or just the federal level, it's it's being done for a reason, right? They're not doing this by accident, in my opinion. But, you know, we have to make sure that we're getting people who are want to serve the people elected. And then also, too, we, we have to move on, right? We have to admit that we should have been more involved. We should have been doing more things later in life, um, you know, but we weren't. We're here now. Let's take what we got. We have a candidate for Secretary of State. And honestly, Tori, I just want to say this. You are the, probably going to be the only candidate statewide that I cast a ballot for. Um, I'm not voting for Mike DeWine. And uh, you know what? I don't know how everybody feels on this, but I'm not voting for Mike DeWine. I'm not voting for J.D. Vance uh, until he starts to prove himself a little bit more, but he's not even campaigning. And I agree. talk about Lex Wexner. Talk about Lex Wexner. He's got he connections. Got money Lex from, Le- yep, I know. He's got connections from Lex Wexner. And he also went and spoke there during one of his book deals. I think it's called like the Party Barn or the Barnyard, something like something along the lines. But I'm sorry, I don't know the proper uh, the proper facts on that. But um, I'm glad that we have a candidate like you fighting here in the state of Ohio because Ohio does lead the nation. And imagine what we can do with a candidate like you when you get elected. Right? I can fix You're, the governorship too. You, you could fix the governorship. You can help. Uh, you could. You could. You could set so much precedent for uh, millions and millions of Americans throughout the whole country to run for office, whether it be governor, secretary of state, attorney general. And I tell you what, our attorney general, we need, we need an attorney. Well, Yost, I think, is, uh, listen, I think Yost wants to do good. Okay. I've, I think but, Dave wants to do good. 
but he's kind of stuck in a between a rock and a hard place. Rock that makes no place. excuse. Makes no excuse. I'll make his job easier for him. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'll be the one saying, well, Yos, you need to like kill that memorandum of understanding with the CIA so we could just keep our shit within Ohio. I'll say <laughs> that publicly, right? This is how we need to be. And what you're saying about, um, you know, people running for office, don't worry what happens now because everything is fixable. I will change legislation on how we can recall people. I will change, you know, kind of like Alexander when he ran in Lorraine County, Trump, 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 Trump. And then what did he do? Two days into office, impeach Trump. And it's like, what? You're like, I just got suckered. I funded this guy and he was lying. So I'm going to fix the way we do elections. I'm going to fix the way we can recall candidates. This is why I'm saying I can literally fix everything. I can do regulations. I can do new policies. I can actually give the people the tools to fix everything. And if the legislators give me crap, I have no problem publicly saying, hey, that guy, he's he's up for himself. I think you guys need to go to your local county and recall him because he doesn't want you guys to have control of stuff. Just get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I would be. It would be completely transparent. Hey, this guy came with this deal for me. What do you guys think? Yes. And yes. I'm telling them now because if you think that you can buy me, you're totally wrong. I have nothing to lose, nothing to gain. Therefore, I'm perfect. Absolutely. And I will make all, I will change everything. I will help the people fire people. You know, have you ever seen how you recall or impeach people? You can't. Judges, this is regulations, this. Okay, I'm going to make regulations. And if legislation doesn't ex- expedite the changes in how we can recall them or how we can impeach people, well, then I'll make a regulation to make it so that they have to under my regulation. Mm-hmm. See, this is how you work. And this is how you give power back to the people by putting the right people in the right place. And so, you know, all of them, they better start running. They better get their Nikes on because I know <laughs> that the Republicans are going to vote for me. I know that the Democrats are going to vote for me. And then there's going to be people that are going to vote for me just because they're like Republican, Democrat. They all suck. Who's this ethnic name? OK, let's do that one. Awesome. And this is why they don't want me under the ballot. So I need people to reach out to the GOP and find out why they are trying to stymie the voting rights of people of being independent on the ballot. Oh, and here's the funny part. The first name he names that was like wrong is a name Evan Chengas, right? On the thing. This is not a genuine signature. Here's the thing. He used AI because the name was actually Eva N. Chengas, which is the daughter of my campaign manager. Like, this is how much no work they did into this. This is how botched it was. And this is how targeted it was. It it was purposeful, Sam. And and I think every Ohioan should be disappointed. And I'm so proud that there's so so many more young Ohioans that are looking to get into, um, you know, politics. I see there's this young guy. Is his name Josh? GOP Josh. He's actually on the network, the same network as us. I'm glad he gave him a shout out. I was about to. Yeah. He's like 16. I'm like, he's awesome. I thought it was only my kid that talked politics because she (laughs) has me as mom, you know, and she listens to me all the time talking. But I was so excited to see that he needs to shed the GOP thing and just be Josh. He should be be Josh for Ohio because we are going to recreate the way we do politics. It'll be the person that we're investing in. 
It'll be the person that we want running because that's the prime example. Look at my campaign, Sam. Mm-hmm. They worked. I didn't run. They're no. running. No, they, they, your campaign staff and just campaign volunteers. I, I've got to they, meet a lot of meet a lot of them throughout because I was helping out Mr. Paquita <coughs> in the May third primaries. You guys were gathering petitions as Republicans and you know independents, obviously. Uh, Brad Barton, I believe his name is. Is it Brad Barton? No, not Brad Barton, Lynette. but Brad Lynette. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Brad. I miss Brad. I know he's way on the other side of the state of me in that Akron, Cleveland area. I hope I see Brad soon, but you know, that that's one of the, and then obviously your campaign manager, Nick and Jamie, shout out to all of them because uh, they're working. I, I don't know this for sure. I could just look up on the FAC filings, but I'm pretty sure they're working voluntarily. Yes. And also too, they know how much this, how important this is, right? Yes. And we I just, haven't taken a dime from the yeah. campaign. None of us, none and, of us. And the work you're doing for free, people would pay big money to get, your, you know, I mean, the work you do, the amount of petitions that you guys can get, you know, just the, the grassroots f- firing people up, getting them out, you know, et cetera. It's so important. And imagine what you could do as secretary of state, having the platform that you would have now being the secretary of state and just getting everybody activated. Right? Well, that's the thing. People are going to be like, we have a problem with this. Oh, you want to get him fired? I'll have some lawyers look at it and see if we can impeach or recall him. What did he do this? OK, so here's the rules. <laughs> I think we need to change them. You know, it's kind of like a, the, that thing that ran in, in Lorraine, like still drives me crazy. He ran on the pro-Trump, pro-America platform. And the minute he was sworn in, he, he impeached Donald Trump. Oh, Anthony Gonzalez. He, he dropped the ball on that one. I yeah. Just- yeah. And that's why we need a platform. If, if we want to carry on this Ohio Republican Party, you need to know where you can stand as a Republican. But you can't because you don't even know what a Republican is anymore. Technically, no. And we don't need that anymore. We just need us to be part of us. We don't need this team spirit things. My side or your side, me against you. I mean, it makes some money. I feel like we're at a basketball game. Blue team versus red team. Like, wait, this isn't a game. This is about the people. Mm -hmm. Can we focus? And why are these old and young like Justin Biss with that face? Like, I can't get over his face. Like looking at his face, I'm like, damn, that's the guy they pay to pick who we vote for. <laughs> We're in trouble. Um, but, um, you know, these these people make so much money off of us and they don't even listen to us. I mean, they had a closed door meeting with the Central Committee. The Central Committee was pissed and all they did was reendorse the same people. And while people think, oh, DeWine, don't worry, his lieutenant governor is going to step in. DeWine's going to leave. No, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, we're going to work actively to remove all of them. Boom. And me as secretary of state will be right there with you. Cause I'm still a qualified elector to remove anybody that doesn't serve the people of Ohio and redistrict. It shouldn't be weird like that. It should be with common factors like your counties, maybe like group counties together. Yeah, ma- make right? them fair. Right. No, I'm a make Republican. It, make it simple. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cuyahoga County should be with Lorraine and Medina, right? Yeah, Jim Jordan should not be going all the way up there being in that Lima, you know, Auckland County area. No, just doesn't he make should any be sense. in that place. He should be in the area by Lima, not all the way up in Cleveland. Like, why is District 11, the Cleveland chick, all the way down in Akron, Ohio? It's like they pick the only strip with the most impoverished people so they get a blue ticket. 
because they yeah. know most of them don't vote anyway. So, yeah. you know, you can't, yeah, you can't win. Um, do you have any other questions? Oh my God. Yes, Tori. I know we've went a long time and yeah. I tell you what, I know you have a huge schedule and for you to, you know, give us this much time is, is extremely grateful. Uh, I hope that you're willing to come back on the show and I look forward to you going on to Josh's show here in the next couple of days. I don't know when that's going to be scheduled, but I look forward to that. I think it's very important that we're able to uh, advocate for you to get your message out, no matter if it's our own podcast or if we can try to get other people on the podcast. I know a podcast show host by the name of Jeremy Harold, uh, Live from America. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or no. not, but uh, he, he has a, a pretty good following here in the state of Ohio, and I'd love to try to get him on your or, or try to get you on his podcast. Uh, so I will most definitely try to do that or his show, excuse me. But, uh, you know, I think it's so important that all the listeners and people in the state of Ohio that actually want real change in our state, the time is now. We have no time left. You have to. I mean, every election is going to be the most important election until the end of your life. In my opinion, this election is one of the most important elections ever, and it's not even a presidential election. We need state sovereignty and we need to make sure we're getting back to states rights. Tor will help us with that, being the state legis- you know, uh, state uh, secretary of state. Excuse me. Yeah, well, I oversee things. No, yeah, I, I thank you. I would love, I would love for you to give an ending statement. If there's anything that we didn't ask that you want to leave to my listeners, or if there's anything that I forgot, um, also too, can you let all the people know where your website, social media, email, or even a place that we can donate to your campaign? We'd really like to know all that stuff. Well, thank you. Um, so, first of all, thank you for having me. I felt like I was just having a conversation and coffee. <laughs> that was uh, fun. Usually, yeah, it, it it was, and it is. I love having conversations. I do not cower away from questions, right? Um, And I get a lot of insulting questions too, where people tell me who I am. I mean, there's many times that I sit there and I'm like, what else did I do? You know, (laughs) because there's so much stuff out there. But um, I I love conversations. I love questions. But one thing that I I, I believe that all people know is that I'm 100% transparent on this. And whatever change needs to be done will be done to help the people, not me. You want to impeach people? I'll help you impeach people. You want to keep them? I'll help you keep them. You want this? I'll help you. Um, That is my goal. As far as elections, well, that's my forte. I've rigged elections in 45 different, 45 different elections outside of the United. Well, I've overseen the local ones too, but we can't talk about that. (laughs) But, um, uh, so I'm, I, I think I would be the best for the job to make sure that they're safe and secure. And I know being an independent is getting you to jump out of a box that we've all been in so long. I think it's about time we do because it doesn't suit us anymore. We've outgrown the little box and it's time to be free and break through. Um, <clears throat> I have a website, marisforohio.com. I should be starting you know, hard-hitting campaigning and traveling around Ohio uh, in September. I'm going to be at Mike Lindell Summit at the end of this month. So then after that, I'll be straight in Ohio because, you know, I had to be in New York now. Um, That's why I'm here, um, getting some stuff done. So um, I will be back in Ohio. I'm open for conversation. People can reach out to my campaign team. Uh, I really urge people to start asking questions and stop looking at the exterior and like that they're good eloquent speakers because I'll tell you what politics is not clean it's dirty and you don't need someone that postures you need a fighter I may not be like a wrestler but I can fight (laughs) I and and my opponents are not babies they're attorney generals they're leaders 
They're law enforcement. I do not sit down or play nice. So one thing they know is that I am a fighter. And your hat is so awesome. It's from the Trump website, Make Our Farmers Great Again. I, I have some few back there. Those are usually my Ohio hats. I, I've kind of customized my own, but I don't know. I just threw on the Make a Farmers Great Again hat on. But no, I really do appreciate that. That's awesome, Tori. Thank you. I but appreciate it. Hey, I just want to make a special message for you. Tori Maras, Maris, I'm, excuse me. I don't know why I, I always okay. watch that. Excuse well, me. It's Tori. Greek. You know, yeah. my first name, can you pronounce that? No, it probably, I can't pronounce it. So in for English. all the listeners, I'm sorry that I, cause you know, whatever, but uh, Tori Maris running for secretary of state as an independent in the state of Ohio. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. I think it's very important that like, again, we get your message out. Uh, once you get back in Ohio though, uh, I'm sure you'll have the events and websites, whatever. Uh, you, you feel free to have your campaign contact me. I would love to help out as much as I can. I think it's crucial that we get Secretary of LaRose out of office and we have new leadership in our country. And like I said, the time starts now. Uh, like for people my age too, and I want to I point this out there, people my age that are in politics, they would never say those words. And I'm not saying all of them because Josh says those words as well. But they're scared of LaRose and they're scared of the establishment because do you know what? They might want to be in that. Well, for the young people that are just ready to have their freedoms back and to ready to save our country, just speak and don't feel bad for calling out these fraudulent elected officials. It's so important that we're calling these people out and it's so important that we make sure people are aware of how they act and how they treat us. Uh, that video that I posted, that clip of Frank LaRose is so important and I hope that people can spread that around and just show how arrogant he is. And uh, I, I think it's unacceptable. But, uh, Tori, I really do appreciate you for having the courage to run. I think it's so important. Um, I, I, I hope that the Ohioans believe how important it is uh, because we could have real change here in the state of Ohio. And I believe that the state of Ohio leads the nation. And can you imagine what's going to happen and all the fireworks are, are going to go off here in our country in November when you, you know, surprisingly, not surprisingly, but if you win that ticket? I mean, it's going to be huge. I know I will. I know I will. Awesome. But first, awesome. we have to make sure that we don't use the machines because Absolutely. nobody can win with those machines. So, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of people right now in the counties um, heading down to file uh, temporary restraining orders in their local county courts to make sure that they're not using those machines because they cannot prove that they're solid. If we're not using the machines, we can win. And I know hands down I will because the people can see in me, I'm not your ideal candidate. I'm completely rough around the edges. But the one thing they can see is that I will work Absolutely. and I will be transparent. And I can tell, you know, and I, can and I will that, be transparent. And I know you're a worker just from the past experience I've had with you and just trying to get everybody activated in the state of Ohio. So Tori Maraz, Mar Maris, excuse me. My goodness. No, I Maraz, better get that. It, it knows. No, no, no. It's fine. Look, my name is Terpsahori Maras. That's Maras. correct. That's how they say it in Greek. It's, awesome. But I just go by Tor Maris. All right. So I make George sure Maris, the footballer, for those yeah. that are old school, they know what I'm talking about. Well, when you're running for office, name recognition is very important. I want to it's make okay, sure I'm, I'm not ethnic. I can that. use that card. Anyway, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I use the ethnic card. Awesome. Well, Tori, <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much for your time. I hope thank you have you. a great rest of your day. And you're always welcome on my show. And I asked, and thank you for welcome live streaming yours. I had an, an extremely good time uh, reading some of the comments on Rumble. Yeah, and, and it's not it's not my awesome. usual time. I, people are going to be like, what? She said that she wasn't going to have a show. Yeah, because well, I wasn't. No, no your, your listeners are awesome, and I, 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 I thank them for being so engaged. It's so important.
but uh, I hope to, uh, you know, I hope to get together soon and we can do something with, uh, you know, canvassing or whatever. But uh, again, best of luck and you, you have you. my number and you're always feel free to contact. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Sam. Awesome. Thank you have a great day. Okay. Thank you. God bless yep. you. God Thanks. bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. So guys, I did an interview. I look like super beat up. Totally. He was totally fun. Um, you know, I got like this DM from this kid. He's like, hi. He was like all proper and stuff. Um, Josh GOP, he's like 16 and he has his own podcast. So like, I was just like, oh my God. Like I was ready to cry just watching it because I was like, oh my gosh, these young people are totally, totally into fixing their state, their nation. And I was just like so excited. Like I was literally crying when I read that telegram message. I was like, damn, I'm going to like fawn all over this kid because this is exactly what we need. We need generation A to take what we create for them today and now and the shape of this nation and just Continue it and perpetuate it. Destroy all these politics. Destroy all of this stuff that they've just made it so overcomplicated where regular people, remember, if they did what they did to President Trump, they're going to do it to you. And I said that to the people that were attacking me even in North Dakota. If they can get secret subpoenas, they can look at my bank accounts, they can pull anything they want, and they can file whatever they want in a civil suit, anything. They're doing it to me, they're going to do it to you. And you can laugh and you can revel in it because you don't like me. But just because you don't like someone doesn't mean that they can break the law. So the, the key thing here, let's just talk Trump, is which judge signed off on it hmm? and how? Because in order for a judge to sign off on a warrant, they're not supposed to be probable cause. They're supposed to be full-blown knowledge. Because this um, judge, who's probably like a pedo protector or something like that, he's going to have to show the world, how this is valid. You know, we're going to start removing judges off the bench. And like I told, you know, Sam, as Secretary of State, I'm going to give people the tools. I'm going to create the tools so that people can remove people that no longer suit them. Because if you actually read the rules, if you read the rules in your state, in your county on how you can recall and impeach these people, you fucking can't. They make it almost impossible. If someone gets elected, you know, you can only remove them after like one year that they're in. And then the process is like, get me like a hundred million signatures. Fuck that. How many signatures do they need to run? A thousand? That's all I should need to impeach the fucker. And that is how it's going to be changed. This is why the people are going to pick me. Because I'm actually going to give them the tools to fix shit themselves. I'm not going to do it for them. <laughs> I'm going to give them the tools. I'm going to make it accessible to the people. And I'm going to fix it. And that's why people will vote for Tory. Not because I'm the best. Well, I kind of like to think I am. Not because I'm hot even though I really want to be <laughs> not because I don't have bad habits, even though I do. And yeah, I may not be the ideal candidate in what, you know, society states that it should be, you know, I time travel. That means I do fancy math. Doesn't mean I get in a machine and I spin around and go somewhere. Don't be dumb. Cause Rachel Maddow is a little bit dumb. She thought it was for real. Okay. And don't go in a machine and spin. I mean, we do have the technology to do that, but I don't spin. Stop. And I don't do QAnon, right? QAnon ended in November of 2017. I'm not Tracy Bean's fan. So how can I be a QAnon fan? So again, um, uh, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to take um, 
take a break. Take my, I still have my breakfast sandwich. Let me show this to you. Obviously, it's halal. It's egg, turkey. This cost me $4. That's not bad, right? It's a croissant with egg, cheese, and turkey. Got it from the food cart. It's pretty bum diggity. So um, on that note, I am <laughs> going to let you guys go. I really enjoyed that. I wanted to give Samuel some love, too. You know, I did meet him. Did you believe that his signature was non-genuine either? So, you know, they just removed the signature, even though he signed it for me when I saw him at an event and witnessed it, that he was signing it. So, you know, this is going to be interesting. And I hope that the, the people of Ohio really wake up. Because if Ohio can set the template in how you campaign and how you elect your officials, well, then everyone else will do the same. That's all you need. You need the right people in the right spot to make the right changes, to give you, the people, the right tools to make the change you need. I, you know, you don't have to be the fixer. You could just be the person that says, all right, you want to fix it? Let me, let me make it so that you can fix it, right? And that's how it should be. Because if we're fixing everybody's problems, then people are too lazy to do it themselves, right? That's what's up. So I'm going to let you guys go because I have a really busy day and I got to get hopping after I smoke a couple of cigarettes, um, but not in the room, of course. I don't think our president would enjoy that. He hates smoking anyway. So that would be, you know, um, not a good thing. Oh, I know some of you wanted to see the, oh, I'll do that on locals, not on Rumble. That's just, um, I'll do it on locals. I'll probably local you guys to come with me for a cigarette and we'll talk, you know, politics. Silence must be heard above all. God bless. Yeah.